handsome contest. We could talk about. Did you hear the news about AB and um, Jaguar model? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he snuck a he snuck a TikToker into the team hotel the night before the Jets game where he did all that shit and he was like, "Watch what I'm gonna do tomorrow." And then she tested positive for COVID. Yeah, and she was like, "Test your players." She like added the bucks. She was the like, bucks offered her a hundred thousand dollars to keep quiet about it. Really? Yeah, I did not hear that. You know she got famous for licking a toilet seat. Yep, that's she's the she did the COVID contest that's, or the yeah. COVID uh, trender. Yeah, the COVID challenge or whatever. COVID challenge. That's it. Jeez, Louise, man, that you shit. can't make that's this shit up, dude. Wow, Zach, is there anything else you want to talk about? Whatever gets the views, man. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever gets the views. Okay. Facts. Oh, maybe we could talk about potential Washington names. I've heard they narrowed it down to three things, and they're Weren't they supposed to announce it on Tuesday. No, they're no. on. Um, February February second, twenty second or second? No, February second. Two two twenty. Yeah, two two twenty two. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy though? You know how many catches that Terry McLaurin has in his three years in Washington? Two hundred twenty two. And they said he was going to be involved. And they said he was going to be involved with the announcement somehow. Somewhere. So I don't know what that. Terry is. Yeah, he's in his last year of his deal. Also would be the first uh, wide receiver to sign an extension in Washington since Sam Cannonball. That's insane. Yeah, you're right. Because we did wait. P- no, yeah, we didn't extend Pierre. We gave him that one four-year deal, and we didn't extend Dotson. Or- yeah, because you signed him as a free agent. Yeah, and same Garcon with Deshaun. Was a beast. Garcon was probably our best receiver besides him Moss. And Moss. Yeah, but he Santana was. Yeah. Moss was my favorite player in the oh, Jets yeah. when I was younger. He was. Oh yeah, he was on the Jets he was before. Jet. Yep, and then. The Jets traded him to the Lavernius Coles for mm-hmm. Lavernius Coles. Yeah. I've told the story before. A receiver for receiver swap. That was weird. Well, well it made sense at the time it because uh, Santana, at the time we traded him, he was very young and up and coming. And Lavernius was an established receiver, veteran. Yeah. Still in towards the end of his mm-hmm. prime, but still in his prime. Lavernius was great. Yeah. yeah, and he was on the Jets before. He was like, yeah, a, he was. So yeah. he went back. It was like a homecoming sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like my dad was happy he came back. I was yeah. sad to see Santana Moscow. Yeah. Because that was right around the time I started watching football, and that was like I've told the story before. That was when my dad explained to me what a trade was. That's kind of when I understood the concept because I was yep. like, he was on our team last week. Like, how is he gone? <laughs> Funny story. My dad's like, that's what a trade is, Brent. Grow the fuck up. Yeah, I was playing. Um, remember those NFL Street games, like oh, those damn. old ones. Yeah. yeah, I was playing that um, last weekend, and uh, Coles was on the Redskins. He was Dude. actually doing me good. He was doing me good. The one with um, Ricky Williams on the cover. Yeah. NFL Street 2? Yeah. Two or, two or three. I think it's two. That one was so yeah. good. There was one with Jeremy Shopman on the cover, too. And that might have been the same one. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, another cold opening. Mm-hmm. Welcome to another episode of The Guys Who Talk About Sports. This episode is brought to you on all platforms by Anchor, the future of podcasting. Be sure to follow us on social media at on Instagram at Guys Talk Sports 101 and on Twitter at Guys Talk Sports with two Z's. Guys, this is episode 63. So please name a player who played in the NFL who wore the number 63. Jeff Saturday. Oh, you son of a bitch. That's, That's exactly who I was going to go with. Oh. No, Sam caused me 76. I'm stupid. All right, 63. 
Oh, Zach, you just completely threw me for a loop. I want to say Sean Ellis, but I don't think he was 63. I have no idea who would be 63. That was a good one, Zach. I mean, damn. That was literally who I had propped up. I looked it up uh, earlier this week, and I was like, okay, Jeff Saturday, got it. Um, Oh, wait, you know know who wore number 63? Gene Upshaw. Gene Upshaw, offensive guard for the Oakland Raiders. That he did. Yeah, back in the day for you. There you go. Oh, wow. Um, Mike Munchak, 463. He's a coach now, right? Or he was, at least. Oh, yeah. Mike Munchak, yeah. Who do you coach? I want to say, like, Tennessee, maybe? That sounds... It's the guys who talk about sports, presented by Anchor. He hoffed and he puffed and he signed an eviction notice. I think I'm ready to hold the baby now. Speaking of uh, NFL coaches, yeah, we had some early actions. Some, some coaches who were sort of one and done, two and done, didn't need to be there much longer, didn't want to do it during the middle of the season, so they waited. Common courtesy, I think they'd up in New York. I think Joe Judge lost his job pretty much when Daniel Jones started to be questioned. Uh, I was surprised he didn't get the Urban Meyer treatment. But I was surprised they waited Monday. Didn't he get fired on Tuesday? They waited. They call it Black Monday. Yeah, Black Monday, because that's where you know that's when they clean house. Yep. Get started early on that hiring process for your next potential coach. Yeah, because that's when the. This, this time is when they start interviewing coaches. They start requesting to interview coaches, organizations, that is. So it does make sense. Uh, Brian Flores. Oh. The one that I definitely, absolutely yeah. did not see coming. Definitely the most surprising That one, one. threw me for an absolute loop. Uh, wow. I don't know what it was, whether it's, you know, uh, miscommunicate or disputes with him and the, the or, GM, and the GM yeah. or, the, you know, the front office or the owner, whatever it may be, or just him with the players and Tua. I think. You were telling me that, uh, yeah, so I don't know if this is true. Obviously, it's a report, but I heard that Tua uh cursed out Brian Flores in the locker room in front of everyone. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's true. Tua doesn't really seem like the type of guy to do that, so yeah, whatever, that very yeah, out of that's very uncharacteristic yeah. of Tua. He's like a out of pocket, yeah. So if that is true, he must have done. What is something. Brian Flores like behind the scenes? You know, because is he Barry, another great uh, Belichick wannabe. I mean, that seems to be what the trend. I, well, what is, is that? Like. Over three now? Well, no, because Rabel's the only active Rabel, yeah, Belichick disciple who's number one seed in the AFC. So you know he's doing something right, but he's got to feel like a different aspect because he also went back to Ohio State and kind of learned the the ropes there and in New England. Okay. So I feel like he kind of took things from a couple different yeah. places. But Mike's- that's over. Yeah. Or, Mike Zimmer out of Minnesota. I think we all kind of saw that coming. I was, I was surprised. I called it in the episode. Yeah. And they fired their GM, too. They're, they're really cleaning house over there. Oh, yeah, who else got fired? Joe, Joe Judge. Joe Judge, yeah. Oh, Matt Nagy. Yeah, Nagy, Chicago and the GM Pace got fired, too. Yep. About time. Yeah. Pace was terrible. I saw that um, 
now in the NFC North, uh, Matt LaFleur is now the longest tenured head coach in that division. He's got a great win. Like, he's got a great overall head coaching record, yeah. too. Got him to a championship. Um, he's only been their coach for two years, right? So this is the third. Yeah, this is his third. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been doing an outstanding job. Definitely. I- I'm very happy the Lions decided to stick with Dan going forward. I really like Dan. I, I can't go to – I can't – I mean, yeah, you're right about Matt Lieber, but, like, you're also handing Aaron Rodgers. So, it's like – yeah, you know, I, I'm with you, but it's uh, it's the pretty team was already the team was already really good. He just needed a coach to kind of fill Mike McCarthy. Did he fill in after Mike McCarthy? Yes, he did. But the thing about him, Zach, is he has shown growth over the last couple of years. You know, like they they've made it to the end. Well, okay, then do you think Mike McCarthy's a good coach? No, no. Okay, well then then you're kind of answering my question. If you don't think Mike McCarthy's a good coach and he had a really good team, Nate won. Matt LaFleur got the same team. He's not a really good coach and they're still winning. It's, I, I see the progression though. Like, I, I see what you're saying. Obviously, but they have they've had turmoil. I mean, I, Green Bay has just been its own thing. Rodgers, but I guess he has done a good job. Yeah. I mean, as you can tell, I'm really hard on coaches on this show. You could from from the John Madden. Dude, what the fuck? I don't, we're trying to celebrate this man, and Zach just like, I don't think he's, you know, he's got the greatest. I win saw, I saw, but he also <laughs> only coached for like five years, seven. seven. He named a video game after it. <laughs> oh man, I, why did he walk away? Walk, walk away? He didn't want to go on planes. Well, have you seen the documentary? Yeah, yeah, I watched. He was like, it, it was one. He didn't want to ride on planes. I'm sure that had something to do with it. Sure. The anxiety from that. Two, it was affecting his health and his relationship with his, not his relationship with his family, but I think his family noticed that it was like changing him for the worse. Taking a mental toll on him. Yeah, a a severe mental toll. And I think he definitely didn't get along with Al Davis. And I think it was was a different time back then, you know, it was just like, it was. he kind of just hung it up. Yeah, we don't see, yeah, there weren't players playing for 20 years back then, you know. he's, He's unlike, he's very unique. He's, he's, he does not fit the mold of anybody, you know, any coaches that have ever coached in the league, any announcers, you know, he started his own fucking game and that, that's still famous to this day. Like there would never be another John Matt. Like I said, but back to the NFL uh, head coaching positions, if you want to talk about the best available candidates, I don't really know how long that list is. Um, personally, I, I can't think of too many off the top of my head. That would, I'd be jumping out of my seat to, to hire. And now I'm sure there might be a couple of college coaches or two, but even so, that that might not be the best solution as we can see through, throughout the years that college coaches always aren't the answer. I mean, Matt Rule is kind of a good example. Yep. It's going to take them a year or two to figure it out. Yep. But guys, cool. do you guys know any good candidates? I think Jim Harbaugh is very intriguing. He's not, no. He's not leaving the NFL though. Let's does, not he, does, does he want to go back? I mean, haven't they? I think there's talks of Jim Caldwell coming back to coach again too. Yeah, I heard he's got an interview. I love, I, dude, Jim Jim Car. Uh, he got such a such a raw deal. Yeah, he did get the raw end of the deal. Oh yeah, uh, they, they, yeah. Detroit fired him for um, what's his name? The D coordinator from New England. Forgot his name. Uh, Matt Patricia. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the guy with the pencil behind his ear. 
I guess you're right about Jim Arba and Brian DeBull, Bill's, Bill's offensive coordinator. Uh, I think, yeah, Brian Flores is definitely in, uh, probably at the top of my list right now, right? Would I would think that teams would like what they I saw. Would, I mean, I think when I told – I love Brian Flores. Oh, what about I, Kellen Moore? When I told Zach about Brian Flores getting fired, he's like, they, the Washington should fire Rivera oh, right wow. now wow. and hire Flores. That is a bold statement, bold my friend. Bold statement. Wow. Uh, also, like, did you know that Eric Bieniemy still doesn't have – like he needs a that's, coach. Yeah, that's criminal. He should definitely get some interviews for sure. I agree. That's, Matter of fact, he he should be next in line. I think he's like a top three candidate this year. Yeah, I hope he. I hope he gets the job. What else does he have to prove? Yeah, right. I mean, uh, they had some offensive struggles early on in the season, but the Chiefs rebounded huge way. Yeah, big time, dude. They won like what, like five or six, maybe seven in a row. They yeah. won in the same. I think they won up until the the Browns. Yeah, I think you you might be right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, a team that hasn't had that much luck, the Ravens. Can we talk about their collapse, their December collapse? That was one for the ages. What the fuck happened? I mean, I know they've had injuries. They've had injuries since preseason, but oh, my God. I talk put, about a team falling off. I put this all on Harbaugh. You think so? They lost two games for trying to go for two at the end of the game. They could have tied it in kind of overtime. But, I understand. No, you got to. I mean, yes, but like if you look at those games, they, they were struggling score points and that yeah, was, they were true. on the road like. also tough when you got the best kicker in the, in the game yeah. too, though. and they almost lost to the lines yeah their best kicker saved them with that nfl record longest field goal you know it it yeah they just uh, they were a really spotty team they lost to miami oh, yeah. really bad so it was, i mean yeah, to sum up i feel like the ravens season is that they easily could have been six games below 500 also could yep. easily been six games above five. Like that's just kind of how their season because they were in a lot of close games, but they they didn't pull them out or they did, you know, like but the ones that hurt them the most were the divisional games. Yeah. And that's where you see the Steelers. Yeah. Can't say that. Big yeah. Ben. Big Ben. Hey, last ride for Big Ben. I saw I can't believe they made the playoffs. Oh, they're playing no. the Chiefs. They're they're losing. Oh yeah, of course. That game though, that Sunday night football game. I can't. Probably... Oh, dude, I'm so excited that the Buccaneers get to dog walk the, the Eagles. Oh yeah. Hey, actually, I don't. That I think that's going to be a little more closer than people might think. Wow, this is setting up for another really, really, really deep ride for the Buccaneers. Yeah. Yeah, they got it. I really hope they see Green Bay again. That's going to be an epic matchup, as always. Brady versus Rodgers. Oh yeah. That would that would be one for the ages because this year, yeah, both their defenses, yeah, are loaded. The the flacker, that's why I called them the flackers last year. Their defense was not up to par. They were not ready to go. This year, completely different story. You well, know? you know, I, I agree. I think um, I don't I don't I don't think we want to waste any more time. You know, I think we should uh, get into the picks. But first, we'll get back to you after these nice words. When I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Zach, before we do the picks, I think I need to be officially crowned oh. as oh, the yeah. picks champion. You know, it was, it was a long, a long season last year. For, for the fans that have been with us from the start, we started week five last year. So this year was our first complete season. Okay. 
And that being said, first 18 game season. Yeah. So it was a it was a long one, you know, guys. It was we made it to the end. We survived, but it was one for the ages. Me and Zach right down to the end. Oh. You know, it, it was crazy. Final standings. I I ended up winning with a hundred with 1422 total points. Zach had 1391. And then Joe had 1071 and Faraz had 824. I ended up with 164 and 107 overall, 61% accuracy. Zach was 160 and 111, 59% accuracy. Three games. Faraz, three games. That's all it took, man. Mm. You know, I got the percentage and the points, you know, because that was one thing that I was kind of concerned about too. Is if I had the points, but you had a better percentage, I wouldn't have felt like I would have won. But you know, you technically did because you picked the harder games, right? The games that you that that I got wrong. True. It's in yeah. That is the cool thing. Like Joe doesn't like the pickums. Yeah. I think that that creates a cool the confidence points aspect of it is cool in my opinion. Yeah. At first, I didn't like it. It took some growing. Same. Got comfortable with it. It was it was good. You know, you take the time, you adjust, you figure it out. And there's that one little stretch where I was winning some weeks oh, yeah. in a row. Oh, so early on in the season, guys, I I won like first like six out of eight weeks. And then to finish the season, I only won like twice. After that, it was you and Zach just back to back. I think Joe might have even won one. I think he did. I think he did. That was the regular season. We are getting into the playoffs. It's getting exciting. The stage is set. Punch bowls are filled with punch. The decorations are up. The DJ is there. The music is playing. And to start it off on Saturday, we have the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, the cardiac kids going into Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Uh, Brent, I'm going to start you off here. Who do you got? What do you expect? What do you, what do you want to see? Let me just throw something out there. I think as a podcast, now that the pick comes over, as collectively we should come together and decide how these playoffs are going to turn out. You know, kind of predict it, go game by game, and and see. Yeah. You know, before like they even start, let let let's talk it all out and see how it ends and declare a Super Bowl champion. Now that we have the playoffs, what do you guys say about that? About time. You know, I think we had some Super Bowl favorites midseason, and I have to say, they are definitely in the running. So, guys, well picked there. And also, <laughs> about them Rams, baby. Uh-oh. About them Rams. Yeah. Hey, did you see they signed uh, Eric Weddle? Yeah. He's coming back. Yeah. All, like we say, Zach, all you need is a ticket to the dance. Yeah. Doesn't matter how you matters. get there. No. And uh, I guess to start this first game off, like you said, we got the Raiders taking on the Bengals. Was that it? Yeah. Okay. You know, it's a great story that the Raiders did make the playoffs. Let's let's put that out there to start. Yeah. Given know? everything they've gone through this season, unreal. Unreal. They've had so much controversy and so many obstacles to overcome. Uh, their their head coach done a great job. What the fuck's oh, his yeah. name again? Um, per, I, it's per, I can't pronounce Rich, it. Uh, Rich Pisaccia. Pisaccia. Yeah, yeah, hats off to him. The first interim coach to take a team to the playoffs since like I believe 1960 or something. Yeah. Crazy. Wait, hold on, hold. You know what? That's so interesting that you brought that stat up because we motherfucking looked that shit up. Yeah. When John Gruden went out and we said how many interim head coaches have made the playoffs. Yeah, that's crazy. So the fact that he was able to do that, wow. Either way, I think the Bengals are going to win, though. You know, I think the Raiders have done a lot of good things, but goddamn, Joe Burrow, when he's firing on all cylinders, is, is Joe Mixon back? I think yeah, they Joe sat Mixon Joe Mixon to make well, sure he was healthy. Speaking of Joe Mixon, 
let's uh, get Joe mixing it up here. Joe, what do you who you got in this this Las Vegas Raiders uh, going into the Cincinnati Bengals? I've been a big fan of the Bengals all season, um, and I'm going to stick with them. I mean, their 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 tandem of Jamar Chase and T Higgins is, is just unreal. Joe Burrow's slinging the ball. Their defense is holding up. I mean, I, I really don't think you can go against the Bengals, especially against a Raiders who are. Yeah, not really limping into the playoffs, but not firing on all cylinders, in my opinion. Happy to be there. Exactly, exactly. I think that I think the Bengals are going to take advantage of that. They're just gonna they're gonna have themselves a nice little time, you know. You know, they might ask a girl to dance, but they're just happy to be there. Roz, who you got at this dance? Yeah, man, I'm um, the Bengals for sure. I think they're they're going to be a sneaky AFC contender. I I could totally see them in the Super Bowl. That's how that's how much I'm really digging their offense, their defense. I think uh, their coach Zach Taylor has been doing a good job down the stretch. Burrow is a beast. I'm looking really forward to seeing him in his first playoff game. Shout out to Keandre. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bengals too. I think this will be a close game. I think I do see the Raiders making you know, making a couple special teams play. I think they're well coached, disciplined. But I think the Bengals, Joe Burrow got the electric factory. A little, you know, that, that factor that's just going to get them over the hump in the playoffs. Um, so I'm excited to see that game. But uh, also on our Saturday night docket, we have the New England Patriots going into the Buffalo Bills, setting a stage for a fantastic game. Uh, Joe, who do you got? Well, I suddenly want the Patriots and the Buccaneers to go to the Super Bowl purely because uh, Julian Edelman put a $100,000 bet on that Super Bowl happening. So he, I, I don't know why, but I want him to win that bet. So I'm, I'm going Patriots here. I don't think it's the Bills year. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Patriots. Why are you pulling me? I'm right. I 100% am on board, Joe. I can definitely see the Patriots upsetting the Bills. I see that as being one of the main upsets this weekend. I know the playoffs are always crazy, and you don't know what happens. You don't know what team shows up. But I feel like Bill Belichick is going to have these boys ready to go, and they have the Bills number. I know they probably saw this coming in the long run because that second matchup did not go how I thought it was going to, especially after the first one. I think the the Patriots going to win this one. Bravo, you got. This one's really, really tough. Uh, these teams already played each other twice. Obviously, they're in the same division, so this third matchup's going to be very interesting to see. Yeah, the question really boils down, to me at least, is how much do you trust the rookie, Mac Jones? I know their defense is phenomenal. They got Bill Belichick coaching, but Mac Jones delivered in that moment. He only threw three passes in their first matchup. I know it was really bad weather, but I don't, I don't know if he can handle that yet so i'm gonna go for bills yeah Faraz, i'm gonna i'm gonna ride that point you, you're you know if it turns into uh you know tit for tat kind of game I don't think they have enough firepower so i think if it's a low scoring game they have a shot but if not bills walk away with it so i'm taking the bills. but moving in to our sunday games at one o'clock we have the Philadelphia Eagles traveling down to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Uh, Joe, I want you to lead us off. Who you got? 
well, to continue with my Julian Edelman uh, sympathy, uh, I'm going to take the Buccaneers for not only that reason, but also I I don't really think the Eagles are are ready for the playoffs. I don't think they're ready for much. Um, I I like Jalen Smith. I think or uh, Jalen Hurts. I think he's a good player, um, but for some reason the Eagles don't really think that all the time. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to go, with, I'm going to go with the bucks. Plus it's tough to bet against Tom. Mojo man. Definitely tough to bet against Tom. Joe, I don't know what it is about this weekend, but you seem to be picking in the right direction. I'm definitely going with the bucks as well. Um, I don't, I think it's kind of a, just a, a happy story. Kind of like the Raiders that the Eagles snuck into the playoffs. I don't think anything too much of it. And I think the Bills or the Bucks are going to walk over them. Yeah, I actually think this matchup is going to be a little bit closer than people might anticipate. I think the Bucks sort of struggle with mobile quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts has been looking pretty impre- impressive recently. Um, but I'm sorry. I can't, I'm not betting against Tom Brady. I picked them to win the Super Bowl before the season started. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to back off on that now anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Best Bucks. I yep. think. Um, Ross, once again, another good point. The Bucks do struggle with mobile quarterbacks. But I think in the playoffs, once again, Jalen Hurts and experience at this part of the season. Tom Brady, I think he's won a couple of playoff games, so I think he'll be okay. Um, never bet against Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never bet against Tom. I think Tom. Uh, and good. then also, this. So there's a couple of really good games, obviously, this weekend, but this might be in my top three. Uh, the 49ers are taking on the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas at four on Sunday. Uh, Baraz, I want you to lead us off just so I can get a couple of different takes here. Sorry, bro. Um, I think this game comes down to whether or not Dallas can step up Debo and Kittle. Um, you know how I got, you know how I, I felt about Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll give him the Garoppolo instead of the Jimmy G. Oh, for now because he's in the playoffs. But okay. yeah, some respect. I got you. Got to put it there when it's earned. So I'll give him that. that. They did dog our 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 Rams in that one game. Yeah, what the? They fuck? dogged them. I Jimmy mean, G's actually Debo, been looking pretty actually good. Actually, Debo dogged the Rams. Debo's the best he's running. Unreal. He's looking like the best running back in football running right back now. Besides John, I don't know what the fuck he plays quarterback. He threw a he, he threw a bomb. Yeah, you see that? that yeah, pass he threw, he's thrown touchdowns. Maybe too. he should play quarterback. Yeah, maybe. So with that being said, I'm picking the 49ers here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys, even though I don't want to at all. Um, I think they just have a better overall team. I think Micah Parsons is a monster, especially with the other players around him. I just don't think the um, I don't think the 49ers are ready for him. I, I I think the Cowboys are going to go out the second round, but I think they're going to get through this first round. Uh, this one is super tough yeah. because the Cowboys, you don't know what team is going to show up. You know, there's the team that could drop fucking 50 like they did last week, or there's the team that just craps the bed and Dak can't get anything going. So 49ers are a tough matchup to run into. Kyle Shanahan. Debo Samuel, and if it, it all comes down to how Jimmy G is going to play. Yep. Now, Jimmy G against that defense worries me. I'm going with the Cowboys. Going with the Cowboys. Oh. All right. 
the only one on the 49ers on this one. Sorry, man. All right. Well, the, the Sunday primetime game is the Pittsburgh Steelers and their um, geriatric quarterback and Ben, and ben Roethlisberger going, on, going into Kansas City to play the Chiefs. I'm going to start it off. I'm just going to take the Chiefs. I hate the Steelers. It's crazy how there's only one team that gets the first round by now, so that just makes the first round just so, so much more yeah. important. Uh, the Chiefs, I mean, there's there's no way they don't show up. Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill are going to absolutely toast them. You know, I, I think Big Ben could keep it close. He, he's, he's over the hill physically, you know, like Zach says, he's like a tree. But he does show flashes every once in a while. He'll pull it back and he'll he'll sling a good one, you know. And maybe Najee Harris will be able to keep a minute if Deontay Johnson can if they can make a big play downfield. Deontay Johnson that could help. But I I don't see any way that they could beat the Chiefs. It's just incredible that they got there. I feel like I keep saying this. That's the third team where it's just like yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I mean I'm just trying not to echo everything that Brent just said. I mean, is there an echo in here? <laughs> Um Steelers Chiefs. Okay. No, I, I was gonna echo what Brent said. I just forgot what was going on. Oh dude. <laughs> now the uh yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers are definitely not gonna make a big long run, even if they or even to get out of the first round would be a miracle for them. Um Big Ben's done. Their defense is great but not good enough to make up for their just lack of coordination on the offense. I mean, what, what other weapons do they have, you know, other than Najee Harris? So the chiefs are much more prepared for the playoffs. They've got a lot of experience. So I'm going with the chiefs. Yeah. Um, before we go, like, am I the only one who like wanted that chargers and Raiders game to end in the tie? So the Steelers didn't even have to be in the playoffs. Oh, I definitely wanted it too. And it almost happened too, but um, especially after they were celebrating like yeah, that, like some fucking but, idiots. But no, nah, all jokes aside, I'm really happy Ben. He's he's got a playoff run right now, but I think this is going to be his last game of his career. Yeah, Pittsburgh's defense is elite, but I don't think they're slowing down Mahomes, Tyreek, Kelsey. Yeah, I, I think I think Big Ben thought his last game was going to be last week. Yeah, so he's just like, okay, I guess yeah. I got a bonus. He's probably blown. He has to play this weekend. <laughs> God damn yeah, it, he's one. probably pissed. He probably he's made like, like a vacation plan. Yeah, it's like the, the, the GTA. Plan. Well, shit, here we go again. Like, oh, he's man. just sitting after they won the games. Like, oh fuck yeah! He goes, wait a minute. Yeah, I gotta play. <laughs> probably, he was probably ruined for the tie. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, it'll be cool. It'll be a cool nod to you know the end of his career because yeah, he, he has had a great career. Yeah, and the final game on Monday night. The Arizona Cardinals are going in to play the Los Angeles Rams in SoFi Stadium. Taking the Rams just because we need to. Joe? A few moments later. Joe, you're on mute. You're muted. <laughs> Damn, dude. I had such a good – it was so concise. It was perfect. Um, I'm definitely going with the Rams here. The Cardinals aren't ready for the playoffs. Um you know, and the Rams are just a full, solid team, well balanced. Uh, Matt Stafford's playing great. Definitely the Rams. How much better would they be with Cam Akers? 
so much better, Zach. I mean, Sony Michelle has been carrying the load. Yeah, no he's disrespect been, he's been to Sony Michelle. Yeah. Uh, I'm obviously going with the Rams, too. That's our future to win the Super Bowl. I think I agree with Joe that the Cardinals are not ready for the playoffs. You know, the way that they kind of limped into the playoffs through the end of the season has, has not been good. I think the fact if Matt Stafford can just limit the turnovers, he just doesn't try to play hero ball, limits the turnovers and uses his weapons. Rams are going to be fine. Their defense is going to keep them in every game. And then Stafford can make a big throw or make a play or two to win the game. He just doesn't need to play hero ball on every single play. Going Rams. Ross? Yeah, um, I think this is the biggest game of Stafford's career because we always gave him a pass in Detroit, but mm-hmm. that was the, he, he couldn't win the big game. He's You're been right. in one playoff game and lost that to the Cowboys on some phantom. They picked up the flag on the pass interference. Yeah. But like, we don't need to get into all that. So there's a lot of pressure on Stafford going into this game. Um, um, Arizona's scary, very scary. It's, um, it's going to be interesting to see how Kyler looks, but I think their offense is going to be firing on all cylinders. So it's going to be high scoring, in my opinion. But I think Stafford will limit on uh, limit uh, the turnovers, and I'm going for going yeah. with the boys. We got to. You got to ride with the boys. I'm not. Jump, I'm not jumping ship now. Hey, I respect the fuck out of that yeah. for us. I'm not jumping ship now. Hey, we we Rams across the board. Fuck yeah, that's what Ooh. I like to see. Yeah, we got to. There you go. Well, that would be our first round of Super Wild Card Weekend. As we said, all you need is a ticket to the dance. Everyone's gotten their ticket they're trying to get their dates they're trying to figure out what they're going to wear now now we just we just see what happens we see who shows up we see who's ready to dance we see who powers we see who moves to the punch bowl you know I, i'm excited i'm so excited i'm excited for the playoffs this weekend. oh yeah for the packers to play in a playoff game they might not lose next week but the following See what they got, hey. The NFL playoffs—they reseed it based on the lowest seed. Yeah, right? each yeah, you After play the, the lowest round. One plays the lowest seed. Okay, I thought it was like a bracket. I thought like they used no. to. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the what the is NBA is like, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, but the NFL, which I which I like because okay. I think that's I like that better. Yeah, if you're the one, you should play the, the lowest seed. I yeah. You know, being the, I mean, an 18-week season was, was long, was the extra week needed. I don't really know. I don't know necessarily if it was needed. It, it helped for fantasy, have, I guess. Because... So. Hey, uh, if the Steelers do beat the Chiefs, do you think that would be the biggest upset out of all the playoff games this uh, this weekend? No, I think I think, I think the so. Eagles be up there. Upset the Buccaneers. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. That is definitely a good one for sure. Yeah. I was going to say, um, not the Bengals and Raiders. I mean, the Pats. I don't know if that would be like be shocking. Big. I don't think it would be the biggest. I don't think it would be the biggest one of the yeah. weekend, though. Okay. Yeah. Good question. Hey, have we, uh, have we discussed the, the new name for the Washington football team? No. Bro- I brought it up like a little bit, but we didn't really get into it. Okay. Um, did you guys hear about the leak's name? Yeah, but I've, I've heard also there's a list of three. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the list of three? 
So I think the I think the one that you're talking about the week was Commanders, yeah. right? So we got Commanders, we got Admirals, yep. and we got Hawks. Hawks. Hogs. Hogs. Like the hogs. Like the, yeah. Go hogs. Yeah. Well, uh, so what, which one would you guys prefer? What do you think is the? I think I'd like the Admirals or. Uh, hogs would be. I would go hogs. I would oh, really like. It. Like, I don't Snyder like that. Said, on a, you know, further review, you know, the ruling on the field is that his name is going to stay Washington football, Washington uh, Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a like a boot review. Yeah. Like, Let's go back. I, <laughs> we are going to they just reveal it the Washington Redskins. <laughs> that would be the biggest fuck you to ever. Just like Dan Schneider in the middle of the helmet though, flipping them off. I think I think that uh that you know the DMV area would cheer though. I think they'd be stoked to have it back. Yeah, I think that would help his uh that would increase oh, his yeah. following. I'll get some more seeds. Yeah. I'll get more they're, they're having seeds next I mean, season for sure. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. This is just going to open the can of worms. I don't even know if I need to open it. Doesn't he still owe us a bag? It, what? Joe, I think I think uh, Dan Schneider still owes us a bag from last season. Oh, he definitely does. He, he owes us some money, dude. <laughs> yeah, he... Yo, Dan, I, I, hey, I haven't though. seen a dime of it. Um, but what do you so what do you guys think? What 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 name would you prefer? I like Admirals actually. I think that's a little I think yeah, I think it's so I don't know, it's different. I I think Commanders is a little too like first of all, we can't even command our own organization, right. let alone our division. we can't be going around being like to the rest of the league, yeah, we're the commanders. Like I don't know. I don't really like I think that's a little cheesy. Yeah. I, I like guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. What day did you say it was? The twenty second? The twenty oh uh, no, the second. February second. Yeah, February second. Two two twenty two. Yep. That's right. Yep. Okay. Well, that does it for another episode of the guys who talk about sports. As always, this is brought to you on all platforms by Anchor. Maybe in the next couple of weeks it'll be brought to you by another sponsor. Wink wink. Um, so we'll we'll be talking about that in the future. Be sure to follow us on all social medias. On Instagram at Guys Talk Sports 101 and on Twitter at Guys Talk Sports with two Z's. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe. Smash that like and subscribe button, as we say. It has been a great NFL season and we're primed for the playoffs. I'm very excited. But guys, episode 63, let's name a player who played at North Dakota State. Carson Wentz. Trey Lance. Damn. Sorry. I, 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 yeah, that was just so pretty recent. So I, I was it. just about to say Trey Lance and Zach took it. I took your Jeff Saturday, too. Oh, <laughs> Zach yeah. You screwed me this week. Yo. <laughs> Joe, can you also think of a 63 number? A six, yeah, Joe. Oh, a 63? Um... Yes, I think so. Hold on. I got this. 63. I don't know. This is tough. Go to state. Jabril Cox on the Cowboys. Really? Jabril Cox, North Dakota State. What are they, the Bisons? 
Is that what they are? The Bisons. Yeah. Bisons. Okay. Best what D one AA school in the country? Oh yeah, like almost like nine <laughs> out of eleven years running. I was just watching highlights of them last week. They were just shitting on some team in the playoffs because they have a bracket, yeah. which is kind of cool. Is great. That's how they should do it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, exactly. Thank you, Jim. That's how they should do that. How many teams is in that bracket? I don't know, but you're playing a lot. Like of ten. Yeah, I was thinking ten or twelve. No, I don't think twelve. So oh, you got a player, dude? No, I'm I'm stumped. Damn. All right, Joe's got to wear the dunce cap this week. Boo, boo. <laughs> Shame. Shame. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great weekend of sports, and we'll see you next week. We ain't that boy. Going nowhere. We ain't.